You're listening to The Recovered Life Show, the show that helps people in recovery live their best recovered lives. And here is your host, Damon Frank. And welcome back to The Recovered Life Show. It is Monday, July 18th, 2022. Another episode. How are you doing, Christina Dennis? I'm doing great, Damon Frank. Happy Monday. Summer, summer, Happy summertime. Happy Monday to you. You know, we love Mondays. Uh, Mondays in the summer are always good, except for when it's uh, a billion degrees outside. And I'm um, so glad right. right now it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we, we don't get to complain about weather, Damon. We don't. We live in Well, listen, we're going to turn up the heat on this episode. <laughs> we're going to turn up the heat for Monday, July 18th, 2022. Uh, Absolutely. It's been a great month so far. A lot of really great Recovered Life discussions, had one the other day in my unstuck room. I know we've been having the uh, setting your sober week up right yes. discussion, which always goes well. You've got a couple discussions going on. The podcast is 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 is, is jamming. We got a lot of content out there. So uh, July has been great for Recovered Life. It has. And for my own recovery in the world. I mean, it's just, it's such an, I mean, when I was drinking summers, I never got to anything that I said I was going to do. Were you like this? Like I never got, oh, I'm going to go to the beach. Oh, I'm going to go do this. Never, ever made it, you know, and to know that you can and the people that we have in the community, it's amazing. And, uh, you know, based on, based on what I thought I was always going to do, um, I actually have the energy and can get it done now. Yes, yes. You know, the, the 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 great thing about being sober is that you have the ability to do whatever you want. And the other the other side of the coin with with getting sober is sometimes you have the ability to just do nothing at all, right? right. And you know, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about that today on the Recovered uh Life show about success and uncertainty yes. and taking risk because it's a huge part of living your best recovered life, not necessarily getting sober but having that life you want in sobriety. Uh, but, you know, it's I mean, love that we have these kinds of discussions, you know, kind of recovery 2.0. But before we do that, I want to thank everybody. Please continue to like, share, follow, send us a comment so that we can bring great topics to the show like this one. Also, if you are not a member of our free community, hop over to recoveredlife.us and join the community. With It's completely free. It's very easy. And you will be invited to our private volley community where you get to meet other people all over the world living in recovery like you and you get to get exclusive content from damon and myself we love it over there uh, come join the recovered life family absolutely you know what uh, one of the things that is so great about this is the access to the exclusive content you mm-hmm. know i had somebody uh one of our one of our members from las vegas actually sent me a little message on volley the other day saying you know we had missed a day in one of the channels, <laughs> like I just want to make sure that I'm on. I want to make sure I have access, that everything's okay, it. right? Uh, you know, it is. It's all really about building community. Well, Christina, let's jump into uh, the episode title today and topic mm-hmm. and what we're talking about. You know, the title is "Why Finding Success Requires Uncertainty," and 
this is really close to my heart. I, I love this mm -hmm. one because in the coaching I do a lot of the time, a lot of the a lot of the reason that people come to me is because they want to start taking massive action, right? And they need some yes. accountability. And yes. a lot of people, especially when they first get sober, feel just, oh my God, they've been paralyzed. Like they've been hit with like a, a mobilization uh, drug and they're just, you know, they, they can't really go left, right, forward or back. Absolutely. <clears throat> I love the way that you describe that because I can think very clearly to that feeling. Like I don't even know how to necessarily get out of my car or what job I'm supposed to take. And I think about, you know, every time that something really massive has, has happened in my life, that it was based on me just being willing to live with uncertainty. And it's uh, you, when you first get sober, you kind of think, or I should speak in terms of me, I kind of thought that there was these rules. And if I did this, then I was going to get this. And that is not true. Um, you end up becoming the person by taking the steps or working through your awakening, your spiritual awakening. You become the person who can live in today's world uh, life on life's terms, and then things start showing up. And so yeah. I'm very excited to hear how you tell people to embrace uncertainty. Well, you know what? I think we're talking to two different types of people here, Christina. Mm -hmm. I think that this is important because people that are listening to this are either trying to get sober and they haven't mm -hmm. had success and they're afraid, right? Yes. What is my life going to look like sober? What's this going to be like? I know how to live a life in addiction, but I don't necessarily mm -hmm. know how to live a life in recovery. So right. this is going to take some risk. And anybody who tells you that there is no risk involved is, is, is not telling you the truth in my opinion, right? There's all right. these people that's like, everything is sunshine and roses. When you first try to, when you first try to get uh, sober, I find that that's not the case. The ability to be able to trust somebody to follow what they say to do is a huge leap for somebody who's in active addiction. Yes. Leaving what, what, even though it sucks, it's working for them a certain, you know, it's working for you in a certain way. Right. right. So you're going to have to be able to take a risk. And the uncertainty is you don't know how it's going to come out. Like, you know, that like, Hey, if you get sober, my, I know my life's going to be better, but mm -hmm. exactly what is that life going to look like? I'm not going to have control over it. That is the risk and the uncertainty. So I think that's one type of person that we're talking to that we're doing this episode for. The second are people who, you know, are like you and I, Christina, we're, we've been sober doing the deal. And, you know, there's things that we want to do in our life, but it's the same process. It's like, wow, we're blocked because there's uncertainty there. If right. I take a risk, I know I will have more success. But the fear of us not being in control, the fear uh -huh. of what that looks like really immobilizes people. And, and this reminds me of the conversation that we had on the show about God's will, right? And what does that look like? In our beloved 12 steps, it talks about, you know, carrying out God's will. And, uh, and people get really hung up on that because you are looking for certainty. You are looking for it. You know, I can tend to be rigid, especially early in my sobriety. And uncertainty to me meant that I must be doing it wrong. Because if it isn't clear, 
you know, if there isn't a clear path, then I must be making the wrong decision. And that was very, very difficult for me to surrender to, which I think is is the operative word for my recovery. It's like, okay, uh, not what do I do? What can I do? And as long as what I can do is aligned with my values, then it's a big experiment, right? You keep moving forward and uh, staying open to it, staying open to the options. I well, Getting uh, I, down to the nitty gritty of this, so Christina, right. like when we're talking about this, like really jumping in, like what is actually going on when we talk about uncertainty? What, you know, what are those feelings that are attached right. to it? And the thing is, is that I think that a lot of people feel, and I know that I have in my life, is that there's got to be some path. You talk about a path. There's got to be some path that's clear, written down, that other people have taken it, and that it's going to be tried and true. And it's going to get you the result, the exact result that you envision that result being. And yes. I've found in recovery, I've spent a lot of time sometimes searching for a path when I really yes. didn't need it, I had guidance, however mm -hmm. you want to call that, whether it's higher power or just, just being intuitive to see what's on the ground, like knowing I need to go in one direction, but still having that fear of uncertainty. In my opinion, you know, Christina, we talk about faith a lot in recovery, but a lot mm -hmm. of people don't really understand what faith is. They think faith is great if they know what the outcome is going to be, but that's not <laughs> faith. This is really no. where faith you know, starts is you don't know how it's going to turn out. Exactly. I love that you said that because I think a lot of people will think that. And like I said, that for me and some of the people I worked with, well, if it doesn't feel good, if there's any kind of resistance, then I must be doing something wrong. You know, it's supposed to open up for me. I need to know how to do it. I need to know the exact next steps. One of the biggest risks that I ever take was coming to California. And it happened in my first year of sobriety. So it definitely looked like, am I doing what we call a geographical? Am I running away? And it, you know, uh, I remember it was just kind of an off comment to a previous employer of mine, a previous supervisor. There is no way that if I ha thought this was the path that I would have ended up here. There's no way that I would have even known. It's that's what I'm talking about being open to all the different ways that can show up. And, you know, prior to even getting on that phone call, I didn't even know this job existed. And so I love it if people will remain open and not be so afraid of uncertainty, almost embracing it, almost like you're excited about what, you know, that like a little kid so excited about Christmas morning. We have no idea about the possibilities that are out there. And if we yes, are so absolutely. focused on one path, we will miss other paths. Yeah. And, you know, we're going to talk a little bit later in this episode about how do you do that, right? If you're listening to this, Damon, Christina, that's great. But how do you do that? How do you start right. activating, moving and being more comfortable, activating in uncertainty? And, you know, one of the things that I want to dial into a, a little bit too, Christina, is that I think a lot of the times we're talking about choice, right? We're mm -hmm. talking about, should you go to California? Should you stay? Not. Should you do this? Should you do not? Should you take that job? Should you have that relationship? Should you all these things, right? They're choices. And I think that we think, and I know this to be the case from, from coaching and just having a life in recovery, right? I think that a lot of the times that I have been, I've misled myself to say that a choice 
is better than another choice. And right. a lot of times that that's not Ooh. true. Whether so you're going to go to California or not, it's more about who you are in the situation than it is the choice you make. Now, there are good choices and bad choices. I'm not saying that. There are choices that are going to be better for you and you have to see them coming up. But what you're talking about is being able to look out, to detach from your own perspective and to look right. out to see what gifts God's given you because they've been there the whole time, right? Exactly. And the struggle may be exactly what you need to, to become the person who ends up doing way more than you ever thought. You know, I, I love that you say that it's, it is, we give so much power to the path, the method, to perfectionism, and it's still us looking for guarantees. And, and ultimately take it from some older people, th those guarantees, wanting those guarantees are going to limit your, tr your limit where you end up. They are, if you're always looking for it. So getting comfortable with uncertainty is a skill. It's a muscle that you can learn how to use in the right way. And we talk about that as being a spiritual principle of acceptance, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. is a precursor, you know, willingness and acceptance <clears throat> are the precursor to change. And, you know, it is such a huge thing. You know, Christina, when we come back from this quick break here, I want to dive in because I know everybody's thinking, okay, look, I have a, you know, I know that I need to find some more success in my life. I have mm -hmm. options and choices, but I have a lot of uncertainty. How do I get past this to start taking action? So Christina and I are going to let you in on a few tips that we've used for ourselves and for our clients when we come back from this quick break. If you are newly sober, trying to get sober, or you've been sober for decades and are looking to take your sobriety to the next level, the Recovery Breakthrough six-week transformation concierge coaching program might be right for you. Have Damon Frank and Christina Dennis build a custom roadmap to get you on the path to getting what you really need. Receive hands-on concierge coaching and stay focused and productive with our daily check-ins. If you're ready to experience your recovery breakthrough and start the journey towards the transformation you deserve, book a free get to know you call today and find out what is possible in your recovery. To find out more about recovery breakthrough and to book your free call, go to recoveredlife.us. That's recoveredlife.us. You're listening to The Recovered Life Show. All right. We're talking about success. We're talking about uncertainty. Mm -hmm. That, you know, pit in your stomach, that feeling in the pit of your stomach, Christina, is like, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not okay with it. And we, and we promise everybody that's listening here some tips and tools about how to, how to deal with uncertainty, right? right. How, how to deal with it in your life. Because- you know, look, how many times have you had uncertainty? Christina, I know you and I were talking the other day. We were both sharing about uncertainty, how yes. we were uncomfortable with some uncertainty in our lives. Yes. Well, and I'm, I'm going to just share a little bit about my nervous system. I remember the first couple of years of sobriety being completely overwhelmed with the choices. Um, and it's going to sound kind of silly, but I remember going to one of those super mall areas where there were <clears throat> 
thousands of people in all these different home goods store. And I remember thinking, I am so uncomfortable with all of these choices. You know, I'm so uncomfortable with with all these options. How do you even figure out what kind of couch you want to buy? <laughs> and I, I remember thinking about that <clears throat> and realizing that I had in many ways lived such a limited life because of my addiction and because of the path that I was committed to. It has to look this way. It has to be like this. And I can't go out and take big risk because I don't know where I'll end up. And I can tell you now, I realized that that was the resistance, the, the fear of going back and forth between, you know, before going through was much worse than actually just going through and taking that next indicated step. And I love looking at my life now as a big experiment, you know, not knowing because at 50 something years old, I have the luxury of looking backwards and seeing, oh my gosh, if I had stuck to that plan, I would have uh, maybe ended up here, maybe not, but I would have missed out on all of this opportunity. And so I'm grateful that I have kind of the experience to look back on, but it is a posture and recognizing that uh, that I was choosing limiting beliefs because that's what made me feel comfortable uh, was one of the first steps for me to kind of dip into this, you know, little controversial. I love doing that. Yes. Uh, you know, you know, as a coach, I found one thing It just, this is from my own life experience, you know, and I would say if you're ever getting anybody to work with you in recovery, have, have somebody who's had that life experience. Yes. If you're working on certain areas of your recovery. One of the things that I found is, um, uh, one is don't take yourself too seriously. Yes. Um, a lot of times we're, we're just pinning this. It's like the world is going to end. I choose A or I choose B, or I'm going to try to go for it. I might fail. I might come out in the middle. I don't know what's going to happen. We're taking it so seriously. Like right. our whole life is over if we don't, if this one thing doesn't work out. So I would say definitely that is like kind of, you know, I found to be able to laugh about it. And sometimes mm -hmm. I say, well, there, there we go. There, there mm -hmm. we go. It's all over now for me because I chose the, you know, the ice cream dessert instead of the cake dessert, right? Like it's just ridiculous. So it's, it's, so I just don't take myself as seriously anymore. The second thing that I think is like really essential. And we find this a lot in coaching is I tell my clients really to start getting comfortable mm -hmm. in the uncertainty, start living in the uncertainty because it's kind of like a bath you get in. Wow. It's a little hot, right? But then you start to get comfortable with it. And then yes. it starts to feel right. So the next time you get in, it's not as hot. The next time, right? You you have to condition yourself to be able. So many people want to run from that feeling of uncertainty. And I'm saying, wait, wait, before you run, hang mm -hmm. out there for a little bit. Yes. You don't have to run from it. It's not going to kill you. It's no. not going to kill you. No, it isn't. I remember learning many, many years ago, and now it's been backed up by neuroscience, that the physiological response for, uh, you know, fear, 
that that anxiety is very much the same as excitement. And they've done tests with diffusion, which is if you have like stage fright, for instance, and you say before you get up on the stage, I am so excited, I am so excited, and you tell your nervous system what those feelings actually mean, that you have much less stage fright when you get up. It's the same physiological response. You are you know, nervous, you feel topsy-turvy. We get on roller coasters. We pay good money to have that feeling. And so when I point that out to people that, okay, what is actually your anxiety all about? You know, what does it feel like? Has there ever been a time in your life where you were so excited, you didn't know what was going to happen? You know, do you get on roller coasters? You take risks all the time. You you just need to pull back a little bit and not, you said, not take yourself so seriously. Wear it like a loose sweater. Excited and scared are almost the same exact physiological response. It's how you tell your brain to feel about it that can make a big difference. Absolutely. Well, life is a I think, you know, my experience is when you can sit in it, it, it is the gateway to mm -hmm. acceptance for me. Because if yes. I'm feeling uncertainty, I know that the spiritual principle that I need to embrace is the acceptance that I don't know the outcome yes. and that that is okay, that I don't need to know the outcome, that I just need to do what's in front of me. This is big. And I think what happens is people don't reach a success because they have the big idea. They have the work ethic. They are committed to doing it, but then they get into the uncertainty feeling and they mm -hmm. get lost and they either run, they run from it and panic right? and say, right. well, it must not be going okay. I must be doing something wrong because principle of acceptance mm -hmm. and you're going to, you're going to end up at the other side of that in a better place than where you went in. Well, and if you're in the middle of it, because, you know, I work with nervous systems, even telling yourself, even saying out loud, things are exactly as they're supposed to be. Things are exactly yeah. as they're supposed to be. Even doing that will diffuse this neural pathway that's screaming. It's your ego saying, stay safe, stay safe, stay safe, stay safe. Can't say that three times fast. Yeah. If you can diffuse yourself from that and say, well, wait a minute. Maybe, I mean, have I ever been wrong? Have I, have I ever been afraid of something and then it turned out to be a good thing? Where can I look for evidence that that has shown me, you know, that actually what I think isn't necessarily, you know, fact and true? Has there ever been anything that looked bad when I first started it and it ended up being a really incredible thing? Always in everybody's life, we have evidence that shows that. Yes, sure. There have been times where I have, you know, been hurt by a decision or something didn't feel as good. Did I live through it? The bigger the risk, the bigger the reward. And like you said, we can grow into that person that says, as long as I am living in within my value system, you know, which I think is what we learn in early recovery, then I'm going to keep showing up and experimenting with this great life of mine. Absolutely. You know, and I think that, you know, look, everybody is a self-help junkie, right? Right. I know I have, I've gotten all the books, the secret, mm -hmm. the, the, the spiritual principles that are going to unlock all this. 
What I found is that there is that thing that everybody's talking about, that zone in which mm -hmm. things will appear in your life effortlessly mm -hmm. and that all of a sudden they will pop up in a way bigger way than you could have imagined right. comes from that place, comes right after that embracing of the acceptance after that feeling of uncomfortability. Right. In that void between something actually taking form and taking shape is where I believe all of those feelings and, and opportunities reside. So it's that training of yourself to say, well, here we go again. I'm feeling I'm having fear. I'm feeling that I need security in everything that I do. Mm -hmm. and, to, and, and I think the more you do this, the more you start to realize, Christina, that some sort of right answer or totally right path or right, the ultimate right decision, the ultimate job, the ultimate relationship doesn't necessarily exist. It's a, it's, it's a lie. It's much more of a consciousness, right? Yes. And yes. all of the choices are really great. And you're just taking the better of the best choices. And right. Those reside after that ability to be able to stay still in the uncomfortableness of the uncertainty. So, so true. And having that guiding star, that guiding light that the world is for me, that God is for me, that things that are showing up are supposed to be here. You know, there is a person in non-recovery uh, who's written a lot of books. And if you ever hang out in circles with entrepreneurs or business people or thought leaders, they talk about the surrender experiment. Um, and I feel like those of us in recovery have an advantage to people who aren't in recovery because we know that surrender is the way to victory. We know that just taking things as they come, that we can grow this faith muscle and get used to it. And we get to decide what it means. We get to Absolutely. pause and decide what does this actually mean to me? Is this person going to leave me? Am I going to be homeless? <laughs> no, you're probably not. Uh, and that is such a, it's the way we live in bravery and courage. And even if you are, and even if they do leave, and even if you are homeless, things are still going to work out if you're able to yes. live in the uncertainty and start making decisions, right? And that's what this is all about. So listen, if you're if you're listening to this podcast, if you're listening to this on a replay or whatever, and you're like on, ah, I just have this, I just keep running from uncertainty. I would right. say, you know, my advice, Christina's adv advice to you is to stop, stay in that uncertainty for a little bit, really activate that acceptance, yes. you know, spiritual principle and wait for the miracles to arrive. Like I always say, like, I, I it's just like me looking at a movie theater or looking out over, uh, uh the, you know, the, an ocean view or mountain mm -hmm. view. I'm looking for the great things. Uh, yes. you know, I've had to train myself because I'm a very pessimistic person, but you know, Christian, I'm looking for the, I'm way, I'm expecting that they're going to show up. I'm expecting that that neat person's going to show up in my life. That's going to shake things up. I'm expecting the business opportunity. I'm expecting to make change with people. Right. And yes. that's where all this comes from. If you want to know, like, why are you not in that? It's because you can't stay in the uncertainty long enough for the miracle to happen. Right. Right. And that takes that takes practice and it takes guidance. And so, you know, our brains aren't designed to make us happy. I think most of the world knows that your nervous system is probably shot. 
in, in some areas. There's a reason why you self-medicated. So, you know, driving that car, you, you've got to remember to, to get directions, to get help, but also hold on to the steering wheel a little looser, a little more loosely and recognize and see the scenery around you. You, what you seek, you will find. So, you know, the moral of the story here is if you want to find success, it requires you living in a bit of uncertainty. It Christina does. Dennis, thank you so much. This has been a great episode. I want to remind everybody that if you're not on, if you're not a member of Recovered Life, please do that. Uh, yes. If you do uh, get the free membership for Recovered Life, you immediately get invited to our volley group uh, where you can get access to the daily drink, uh, free coaching from both you and I, Christina, and access mm -hmm. to just some amazing people that, that we have on Recovered Life. Please, please, you can get on there and ask questions, tell us who you are, start to be seen, start to get in the group of people who are actively working on, you know, embracing uncertainty and having the best recovered life that we can have. Well, Christina, this has been a great episode, Monday, July 18th, 2022. This episode's in the can. We will All see right. you on the next episode. Go out and live your best recovered life, guys. Mwah. Keep the conversation going. Join Recovered Life, a community of like-minded people who are looking to live their best recovered lives. Membership is free, and you can apply at recoveredlife.us.